18 minutes past 8 o'clock, and uh, I promised you today that because it is a grand final day of racing, we would roll out the big game players, and I'm so lucky to have Baz dialing in for a yarn. Baz, it's been too long. Let's talk some punting. Let's talk some racing. That's all we really want to do anyway, isn't it, mate? Yeah, it sure is. Good to talk to you, Louis. Big day of racing, mate. Jesus, I was just watching a little bit of the... Uh the stuff coming in from Aussie where they're going through the Everest field. So that's an exciting day for everyone involved in, uh, in Kiwi racing. Mate, I thought the, the thought struck me midweek that I need to see if I could twist your arm to come on and have a yarn, which wasn't hard, by the way, because Bears is sick for racing, as we know. Because I was thinking, uh, I wish I win. Waikato stud, like the most, one of the most probably famous Matamata brands. And, and now you're... You know, one of Matamata's favourite sons, and you have been for a wee while. Uh, is where you've, you've based yourself, and you've got you've got that beautiful property there. See, you must be buzzing to see your good friends, the Chittics, and this Savabil, who I know is your favourite sire. The Savabil gelding, getting so much deserved attention on the world stage. It, it must be bloody cool for you as well. Yeah, it is cool, mate. And the whole the whole sort of town here is getting right in behind it as well. Mark's, um, I caught up with Mark Chittick uh, before he shot over to. To Sydney the other day, he was actually a little bit nervous. I don't, you don't often see Mark nervous when it comes to racing, but he was a little bit nervous uh, when I saw him. We had a quiet beer and sort of just uh, just talked about you know what what's coming, and and uh, he just hoped that the horse gets all the all the luck in in the world, and obviously he's drawn the inside, so he prefers to be out um, in the not not amongst horses. But look, if he does get any luck, we know he's going to be strong, so hopefully he goes well. But yeah, it's really cool, mate. Like. The, the town's got right in behind it. There's, there's lots of I wish I win caps floating around and and puffer vests and and everyone's sort of talking about it here in in, uh, in Matamata. So yeah, hopefully he gets all the luck and uh, and he's able to to get the job done. Be nice to see a few few of those Aussie dollars floating into town as well, you know. Oh yeah, stimulate the economy. I mean, that's why everyone likes it when you come back from from you, from your main job, mate. Just straight. straight oh, here straight. we go. Here no, we go. no, straight. No, I just know you 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 love a beer. Uh, you're not afraid to buy one, so it's uh, it's good. Hey, what's your take on Barrier One? I've heard I've heard all the geniuses on the internet give their opinions either way. Look, it, it, for me. It, the more I thought about it, probably not as a bigger as big a deal as I thought pre the barrier draw because you can say all you want, oh, there's not natural speed in the race, right? But the thing is, as you know, when these jockeys get a sniff for the green paper, they'll put their foot to the floor and try to run fifth, sixth, fourth. And so theoretically, I, I think he'll find a gap. And, and I think once he finds the gap, he'll have plenty of horse and I just can see him bolting. What about you? I think it depends what happens on the bend. I mean, obviously, you need to They'll try and posse, posse up somewhere. You might get stuck on the fence, but I don't know. I think you know they'll all be they'll all be looking for their runs. So there'll be something that opens at some stage. And if if no one takes it, the horse is good enough to to go through any sort of gaps. Uh, look, I mean, you, you surely you're better off drawing one than you are the car park. Totally. You know. I think. Yeah. So I yeah I don't think it's a big issue. I think you'd be there or thereabouts. Yeah, I completely agree. You you know, you've watched enough races to know that you draw thirteen of or twelve of twelve in a Randwick down the chute and you you're coming eight around the bend and by the time you balance up, they're gone. And then you're you're running on and you're looking you're going, Oh, we're we're running on here and then the post is there and you finish seventh. So I mean it, it, it happens so much. So I I agree. Hey, back home, um obviously Richie's got a couple of nice ones he's snuck down to Hastings, uh, defibrillate on a good track. 
in a race that's fallen away a little bit. Uh, I see money's come for Coolside Mav and Defibrillate this morning, and I totally get it because, like, Mustang Valley is a wonderful, wonderful mare, but she will want cut in it. Um, your good friend, Sapita Vela, Pearl of Alsace, only in a ninth race start. So, yes, she's got all the talent in the world, but Group 1s aren't easy to win. So a couple of those hardened battle war horses like Defibrillate and Coolside Mav, every possible today, I think. Yeah, I'm intrigued that the money's come from for defibrillator. I sort of you always think it will with course I Mav because you get that sort of uh, the uh, the hawks pay money follows that everywhere. <laughs> the Smitty <laughs> money follows that everywhere. Um, but yeah, look, I think look defibrillator's been there. He's done it. He's a proven horse. He is a little bit older now though, obviously. And um, you know, I spoke to Richie this morning. Richie said he's he's looking super. He took him down yesterday, um, so he's he stayed overnight rather than sort of having to travel down. Today, which I think, well, I thought was a, a fabulous idea, especially an older horse, you know, giving that time to just relax and enjoy himself and, and then know that today's the day um, without having to jump on the float four or five hours. So, look, uh, I'm sure he'll uh, he'll try his heart out. He's been a wonderful horse for, for Richie and, and all of us to be involved in and, you know, hopefully he's got he's got another another big win in him. Um, either way, you know he he will run well. I know you say the field's fallen away a bit, and it, and it has, but there is still some pretty smart horses. I think that Mustang Valley's a, a proper a proper mm. horse, and I think you know what she's been able to achieve is is pretty special. And she and it will be tough to beat if um, if it does cop the track. But yeah, hopefully the Fribble's there and thereabouts, mate. Well, so right around Mustang Valley's only a couple of lengths off. Mr. Brightside in a Doncaster, sure handicap conditions, but like that's for the it's handicap for a reason. Mr. Brightside's gone on to be a, um, a like the dominant mile horse in Australia, who races again today in this King Charlie. It's just a, a unbelievable race day across the board. Obviously the Caulfield Guineas. Um, we all remember what Super Seth did. He's come out inside a winner last week for Tony Pike. It's just it's all kind of coming together. Uh, do you have one you like today? I know you would have had a little scan through the fields a couple this week. Do you have something that you've got a bit of value on, that you'll be on the nose, obviously? Uh, well, there's a couple. Look, I think, for me, there's a, a multi. Oh, this is what I'm backing anyway. Molly Bloom in the first at Hastings, I think. you know that's a, She's a super exciting anchor. Um, yep. Philly, yeah, and I think if you throw her into Adam I Am in the fifth, I know that Richie's got Channel Surf as the favourite, who's obviously, you know, um, pretty pretty impressed as well. But I think that Adam I Am could be anything as a as a horse. So, so those are uh, my two. You put them together, I think you get about four dollars fifty or something like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's nothing to be sneezed at, is it, Louis? Well, you know me, mate. I'm not going to quibble. <laughs> Four dollars thirty-seven. Don't be more on. Don't be more on. Get more on. But bit responsibly, yeah. you know. <laughs> yes. See, Baz is actually in former life. Baz is a breakfast radio host, so he understands this stuff. Uh, bit, bit responsibly. R eighteen, mate. Um, you. What are you? What are you up to? You. Are you at the races? Are you? You told me you're off overseas. What are you doing? You're not. You're not I'm coaching. No, no, that's very part-time. No, no, it's, I haven't got anything on at the moment. Because I'm, I'm a traditionalist, Louis, and I only do, you know, test cricket and, and the current <laughs> yeah, one-day yeah. World Cup on. My feet are up at the moment, so I've got nothing until we travel to India in January. But I'm actually heading down to Christchurch today. I've got a game of golf with my good friend Stephen Fleming, which will be fabulous to catch up with him. Um, stay the night there, and then we fly out, him and I fly out first thing in the morning to India for, we've just got... 
a couple of little um, functions we've got to do over there and, and then shoot back and play some more golf, watch some more racing and and uh, and try and hopefully enjoy the uh, the spring the spring carnival. Well, that's fantastic, Baz. I'm very, very pleased to hear you're enjoying your time off. Um, now, a couple of couple of points just to end on. I hope you got the exit row because um, that's important <laughs> on a on, on a long haul flight. Like that. And the other thing is, you come into Christchurch. It just made me think. I keep bumping into people, and funnily enough, in pubs that go, oh, you worked with Baz, eh? Oh, I remember when Baz was down here and he was shouting the bar. Mate, it's, you, you have got a very high approval rating around Christchurch, and it's probably because of the time you spent and, the, um, again, the, the amount of the economy you stimulated. So fair play to you. It's, uh, it's good to hear that you've got a the, – the punters on the ground appreciate what you've done for Christchurch City. I'll just put it like that. Wow, oh, that's very cool. Christchurch people, because they don't like shouting too much, you know. Kentan's not, they're not real, not real generous with their dosh, are they? So anyone that comes in and, and sort of buys them a beer, they remember forever, you know? So it's, uh, yeah, it's been a good amount of time down in Christchurch. We, a couple of my kids were, uh, were, were born down there and, and we spent a lot of time there. So it's very, it's a place we're real fond of. And obviously now we live up in Matamata, but when, whenever we get the opportunity, we head down there and try and catch up with everyone. And I look forward to seeing a few old faces today, actually. Fantastic, mate. And maybe you can sneak back for Cup Week if you uh, if you get back from India in time. And, oh, well, by the way, um, unbelievable to see Riley included in the Black Clash. I thought that was so cool, and um, I just I, I just think that it's great that there's another McCullum out there flying around in the field like an absolute menace. And um, it's it's good. We wouldn't want to go too long without having a McCullum uh, playing cricket that we can watch. It's it's fantastic, mate. So all the best to the family. All the best for your multi, Adam. I am Molly Bloom. I don't hate it. I think you're on to something, and uh, hopefully we can back a winner today. Right? Good, man. Thank you, Louis. See you, mate. All this.